Welcome to another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Viteri. Uh, you know the drill. I'm located on all audio platforms and YouTube. Like and subscribe, follow. Uh, it's the best way to help out. Uh, let's go ahead and get started on the topic. Today is February 24th of that... Wait. <laughs> Jesus, we're not in the future. February 4th of 2021. Uh, what's up with my life right now? It's a wonderful, wonderful Thursday morning, and this will come out in the, the evening. Uh, on Thursdays, I release episodes that are closer to uh, actual time of release. Uh, generally, the Tuesday episodes, I don't release until, well, I record it over the weekend generally and re- release it on Tuesday Uh so uh what's going on in my life well my roommate which is a good buddy of mine uh bob bob a damn it bobby well he is off to the navy he is joining uh well yeah the navy he's gonna do uh, it work in the uh, military so that's that's kind of interesting i'm excited to see what happens in his life. And uh, people keep saying, uh, maybe after you leave the Navy, you'll start your own podcast. And uh, that's, the, that's the meme that my friends keep hitting me with. Um, yeah, I'm switching up the office a little bit because he's not here, so I have a little more space and uh, stole his desk. Right. <laughs> no, I'm, I miss him. Uh, it was kind of hard to say goodbye, um, take a picture with them and all that. I was like, hey, man, see you later. Don't let them harvest your organs. And uh, no, so we've been texting. And uh, pretty soon they will confiscate his phone and, uh, you know, we'll hear from him three months later. Uh, so shout out to you, man. Thanks for serving, doing, making a big change in your life. I'm going to miss you. I remember the first time that, uh, or I guess going through that motion of being like, oh, shit, I'm going to join the military. Like, I got, you know, 24 hours before it's go time. And, uh, you know, you want to do the normal things, you know, eat the best food you can think of, uh, you know, see friends that you care about. And in my case, I, I was seeing my uh, some someone for my ex-wife now. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, Chloe's mother, basically, for uh, some time, and I had asked my mom, I was like, hey, um, can, can she stay the night with us? I'm, I'm, I'm shipping out, I'm 18, like, come on, let's not play the game, and I remember she was like, no, and I was like, oh, okay, and then I waited till she fell asleep, and then I was like, come on, get in here. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, and, you know, everyone takes you to uh, the recruiting station in the morning and they start, you know, giving you hugs and shit. And then uh, the next thing you know, you're on a plane and landing in the Great Lakes. And uh, not entirely sure what's going to happen. Um, but uh, great time. I, I, 
Got so many boot camp stories. Basically, I always said that a great way to describe boot camp is the most fun you'll ever have that you don't want to have again. And, uh, yeah, that's basically what it is. And I remember, okay, so the first time uh, you get to shower in boot camp, you're kind of dreading the experience because you know it's coming. It's uncomfortable. Who wants to shower with a hundred other dudes, well, I mean, I'm sure there's a there's there's a handful of you, but basically, I didn't want to shower with a handful of dudes, and I, I just 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 I'm not I'm self conscious. I'm like I don't want to be naked. Like what the fuck? Uh, so you're there. You're probably been awake for thirty hours straight. It's your first day. You don't have friends. You don't have anything. Nothing has been established other than you're just uncertain of what's next and uh i remember um the first time you're standing at attention which they quickly teach you how to do um in front of your bunk and they teach you hey this is where you're gonna stand for the next three months basically um when we tell you guys to to round up and um so we're sitting there and they divide like hundred people on one or they divide you by half so there's 50 on one side 50 on the other side port and starboard or some or however the hell they call it nowadays and uh they're like starboard side you have five minutes to hygiene now i'm 18 i know what hygiene is but i have no idea what that means like in that moment, I'm sleep deprived. I've been nervous. Everything I've done is wrong. I remember putting my elbow while I was eating uh, at the galley, which is basically the chow hall, a.k.a. where you eat your fucking food. And I remember I, I put my, my elbow on the table and uh, my petty officer walks up to me and says, what makes you think that you can have your greasy, disgusting elbows on my table? First time, first day. Um, and you know, I looked up at him and I was like, oh, I'm sorry. And then when I said the words, I'm sorry, he goes, so you think I'm a sorry petty officer? And I just kind of looked at him like there, I'm not going to win this one. <laughs> I'm not going to win it. And uh, so I, I, I put my elbows off table. I just rested my forearm and I started eating, you know, just, I, I got to eat my food. I'm hungry. So I put my forearm down and, uh, here, I guess this table is bigger. Um, put my forearm down and I look up at him cause he's still staring me down and it's day one. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you know, you start to wondering like, am I being bullied? And <laughs> this is not okay. And then, so I put my forearm, I start eating and then he just like gets down to my eye level cause he's way taller and I'm sitting down and, uh, he looks at me and says, recruit. Your forearms are just are just as fucking filthy. Get them off my table, and then I'm just like, you know, okay. And uh, you know, I start eating like this, just like, all right, you know. But it's they're just like trying to get in your head. They're controlling the situation. They're they're making that first day like they they want you just to comply to every little thing, um, little bogus things like that. <clears throat> Um, but then I saw them yell at everyone else. Like no one got away with just existing that day for the most part. 
So I, I didn't take it personal once I realized, oh, doesn't matter what we do. Like, it, it's, it's, it's part of the game here. So that was always interesting and fun. Um, can't wait to hear your stories, Bob. Uh, you better write, motherfucker. No, of course you're right. It's the only address you know by heart. You, you lived here. At least I hope. That motherfucker scored a 95 on the ASVAB. Basically, they're like, hey, you can have any job you want. Um, what do you want to do? He's like, I like IT, basically. I'm going to be IT for the fire systems on the ship, uh, computers, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I think that's a dope. So I'm excited. I, I'm, just, I'm just really excited. I feel like my, my, my brother left the nest, and he's going off to do great things, and uh, it's just exciting. He gets to be part of the less than 1%. No, I'm gonna miss him. Uh, like last night, I, I around the house, I, I started thinking, oh, it's just me. I'm the man now. Like it's just me now in this home. And if someone comes into the house, I gotta fight them one on one, one on five, whoever the hell comes in here. And uh, so that was just interesting to remind myself that uh, to you know keep all the doors and windows locked and stays on your p's and q's. <sighs> yeah. Any other boot camp stories that come to mind? Oh, we had a guy in the shower. Oh, yeah. So we get oh, it's a hygiene story. I'm sorry. I kind of left y'all hanging. I remember. So once we kind of like, you know, the smarter people figure it out and they instantly bolt to go take a shower. And then the ones that kind of don't care, they have no, uh, they, they have no shame. They're just like, yeah, take off the clothes. You, you ever meet the fat guy at the party that's always naked and you're like, Why? And it's like they have like this source of, what's the word? Um, I don't know, self pride or uh, they just it just doesn't affect them. They're like, yeah, I'm fat, whatever. Like me, I I'm in pretty good shape. I take off my shirt and I'm like, oh my god, don't look at me. And it's not an attractive quality, but it, um, but it is what it is. So we're sitting there, we're all rushing to the showers, um. 50 of us and we get there you look around and you're like oh there's like 12 shower heads there there might have been more but it looked it to me it was like basically 12 shower heads and you got to make do and it's you have five minutes and there's 50 of you roughly so it's it's like three my math is horrible four it's like four four, four people to a shower head basically um, and you just kind of, what you do is you rinse, you rinse off, you rinse real quick, get out, you start lathering yourself with soap. And then like, you just keep, you know, as quickly as possible. And you're, it's not like you have five minutes in the shower. You have five minutes to get undressed, get in the shower, shower, <laughs> get out, get dressed and be at attention at the end of those five minutes in front of your bunk and uh which was uh very difficult to do on your first day when you're sleep deprived and falling about and uh nervous and everything you do is wrong anyways um if you did get there before five minutes was up they're like so you didn't wash your ass like there's just so many different uh, outcomes It, it was never a win situation not on that first day um 
and uh, yeah, I remember everyone was like showering, just looking straight up into the sky. Like no one's afraid to make eye contact. We're all like, all right, everyone be, um, everyone's on the same page here, okay? And uh, by the end of boot camp, you're so comfortable with these people. You know everyone's penis size. You fucking. <laughs> I remember uh, singing a whole new world as like like a big group. And then this dude just throwing a loofah and it may or may not have started a loofah fight with a bunch of. Not, I understand the Navy jokes. I understand why they're like, yeah. They're... But um, I, I guess those jokes in 2021 are a little less. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. But anyways, so we'd be singing a whole new world throwing loofahs at each other. You know, because your shower time is now a total of like 15 minutes because, you know, by the end of boot camp. They trust you to shower, and uh, you get a little more leeway. You're not in trouble for everything. Uh, you're in, you know, you're ready to graduate and just join the Navy. Mm. That shit was crazy. It's crazy because, um, like, now, like, I, it's probably the most comfortable I, I had been with my body and around other people because you live, eat, breathe, shower, sleep. That's all you do around these people. And you're in like this big ass room and you know everyone. I remember being like, I'm just going to start getting to know people. I'm just going to walk around and talk to people. You know, after months of being there, there's nothing else to do. You're not getting any news source from the outside world. It's like the most intense reality TV show that they can't put on TV because they can't really exclaim on how they do everything. But I remember being like, this is, this is crazy. Like, the amount of stories and experiences and training, like, it's America. So most people know how to shoot a gun. But if you don't, you're going to know. And you're going to be pretty well trained on it. And uh, they test you to see what kind of score you get. Some people fail miserably. And uh, sometimes when you get to the gun stage, you find out that some, uh, some men, some women are not cut out for it. And they immediately just like, hey, I don't, I don't want to. I'm not doing it. And uh, they get their uh, failure to adapt, and they get discharged. And uh, but no, it's it's amazing how many people get weeded out of boot camp, which I thought was fairly easy in terms of like physical and mental strain, uh, especially compared to like many other branches and special forces and other trainings that undergo that are pretty rigorous. Um, but you know, people fall out of many different areas in life. You know, not everyone gets into McDonald's flipping burgers and thinks I can do this for another year or two, or, you know what? I'm going to be the manager, but there's regional managers for multinational chains like McDonald's and Burger King, et cetera, et cetera. Um, not everything's for everyone. I'm excited to see him. Uh, when he gets out, hopefully I get to go to the fucking boot camp. That'd be sick. I'd travel. I don't have a job. What am I going to do? <laughs> Drive his car to him and whatnot. Um, now boot camp was fun. I remember seeing, uh, the, the best part of it was always the letters. And I remember, uh, you know, my mom would write some family, some friends, girlfriend, and uh, I remember, like, on some nights, I went, like, three nights where I didn't get a single piece of mail. And uh, 
man, I was crumbling. I didn't show it to anyone, but I was just like, oh, shit. Maybe people don't love me. Have they forgotten? Look what I'm going through in here. I'm going through gas chambers. I'm standing at attention in the rain for X, X amount of time for no reason, et cetera, et cetera. Why am I here? And then, you know, on the fourth day, I got the letter, and, and it was, like, backlogged. There was, like, six pieces, and I was like, oh, my God. And, you know, you start to question things. And, you know, I was 18. I didn't know exactly how to manage anything in my life. All I know is that now I was in boot camp and people were telling me, hey, do this, do that. If you don't do this, you'll be in trouble. Like they tell you everything to do from the time you wake up to the time you go to sleep. They're like, this is what you're going to do. There's no other schedule. There's no alterations. It's this is it. It's posted every week, everything you're going to do throughout the week. And, uh, if you have no like vision for where you want to go in life and you're like, I'm going to do four years of something and get my act together, it, it's a great platform to do it. You know, there's you know the possibility of death, war, et cetera. But uh, <laughs> that's part of the game. I mean, that's always a possibility in life, just as it is. <sighs> All right, well. Thank you for joining another episode of Life Almost Without Me. I'm your host, Hugo Terry. Next week, we have another guest. Um, actually, it's a return guest. Uh, Chris Contreras will be returning. Um, hopefully, I have two mics. I do have two mics now um, to use, and we'll figure out the camera situation and all that. So look forward to that on Tuesday. I love you all. Thank you for joining Life Almost Without Me. Actually, you know what? Before we go, we got 331 days left in the year. I don't know if I said that, but my wife loves it, so I got to keep it going. Uh, th- th- the year is young. Everyone's like, oh, my God, a 12th of the year is gone. Bitch, we got 11 more months to go. We can do so much. I'm on my third day of, or I guess my fourth day of kettlebell swings, uh, the 10,000 kettlebell challenge. I'm now at 1,500 kettlebell swings. And I got to tell you, today, when I started my kettlebell swings, I got to like 100. I was like, I, I, my back's killing me. Um, I had a rest day yesterday. Um, it was amazing. We're back at it today. To, back at it again today. I finished my fifth hundred rep, and I was actually feeling really good by the end of it. Um, a little despair at first, but we did it. Uh, tomorrow I get another one and I got a rest day another two days on so forth uh, you don't have to do something crazy like that but there's always something you can do and it's always exciting when you get in that mode where you're like I'm doing something that most people wouldn't even dream to do and when you have that pride and then you go through it you've done something that no one's ever done first time I did a thousand burpees people were like prove it Post a video, bro. Let me see it. Was your form perfect? No, bitch. I did a thousand burpees. There's a lot of shitty burpees in there, but I did the standard. I'd get down, chest hit the ground, um, chest touch the ground, get up, jump up. Basically, the entire form of a burpee. There's more to it, but I'm just letting you know that I was basically throwing my body on the cr- on the ground, doing a push up, getting up, jumping up. Uh, over and over until I did a thousand. I posted it and people want to talk shit because they're like, there's no way 
Hugo or said person did a thousand burpees. And then as soon as you do it, they're like, no, I need proof. But that's their own ego. That has nothing to do with you. And you don't have to go out of your way to prove it. Um, they just want something to hold against you. And then I did it like a week later again. And I was like, I'm a badass. I'm doing things people wouldn't dream of. I remember having friends, uh, shout out to Elise, saying, you're going to get rabbed, though. <laughs> and uh, probably true. You know, these workouts take three, four hours, and I'd be going hard at it. Uh, and then I was like, I'm going to do a burpee mile. Fuck what everyone thinks. I'm doing it. And I did it. At the ripe age of 31. Uh, that was my favorite moment just seeing people say hey you know if you want to take a day off you know you know we wouldn't think anything less of you and i was like it's not about you it's about me i'm crushing it when other people think i'll do a hundred burpees i'm doing a thousand i've like it's like i started embodying david david goggins was just in my head he was living there and that man his mentality of work and taking souls is is what drives me so I'm doing this 10K challenge of kettlebell swings if you want to look it up. Um, it's obviously not for people who are not working out. I'm sure there's alterations and things you can do. Um, but I'm doing the 10K challenge, and then I'm going to start working on a challenge that David Goggins does once a year. And basically he does – excuse me. <clears throat> he does for – Four miles every four hours for 48 hours. And if I'm math is right, that means he's doing uh, how many miles is that a day? Four times six, right? That's 24. So he's doing 48 miles. I think, you know, if my math is wrong, I'm sorry. But basically 48 miles in two in, in in 48. Oh, that makes sense. 48 hours. Four more. Oh, oh, yeah. So he's doing 48 miles. I still feel like my math is wrong. Fucking <laughs> start counting. 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, 20. Yeah, it's 48 hours. Um, and I'm not a runner. I've never done a marathon, anything like that. Um, but I think that's going to be my next challenge after I finish these 10K kettlebell swings. I just want to keep pushing myself and doing these crazy challenges. Uh, maybe flip a tire for a mile. Just, I don't, I need to start doing more and more. And maybe I'll start recording it more and uh, adding it to uh, some type of video log where I work out and try and inspire people. And you can see how ridiculous it is when I start yelling at myself when I start getting tired. Uh, but yeah, I love you all. Thank you for joining another episode of Life Almost Without Me. If like, subscribe, follow me on Instagram. I post a lot of things about the podcast, uh, my daily life, um, and my car. I love my car. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I love you guys. Play the music. No, seriously, play the music.